Welcome to Inner Knowing, where we trust ourselves, we move from our intuition, we create form for flow. Pretty sure this intro is going to be different every time. I'm Erin Rogers, the host of Inner Knowing. And today we are going to talk about fear versus love. Can everything, every action, decision, how you show up in the world be boiled down to fear versus love? I think so. So let me tell you my take. I had this conversation the other night over dinner with my old neighbors who are the best. I think they're so great. And we were talking about decision-making drivers and, um, you know, they've lived all over the world. They live here in Tulum right now. One of them just has left a job uh, purposely, like I just need to take space. The other one's considering it, but also considering uh, just has like a really intense background, was in the military in the States as a Canadian. That's always a very unique perspective for me to hear. And we were just talking about all these collective experiences. And what came out of my mouth was, well, I was like, well, but all decisions come down to, does this move me closer to love or fear? And they brilliantly had their own ways of coming to this realization. But I think it's an interesting concept to talk about because especially when you're witnessing other people, you're like, that doesn't feel like they're moving closer to love. Um, but everything that I see when I talk to people is because they feel like it's the way to retain love. So the love they feel that's available to them, the actions they take is the way to retain it. So whether if you even think about like attachment styles, right? So someone who's an avoidant attachment, you're like, doesn't feel like when they're avoiding me, they're getting closer to love. They are retaining the connection to safety and love in their own body and being because that's what they're available for. And the same is with an anxious person. They're anxious because they believe the best way to get love is to anxiously attach to somebody else. When people are making business decisions, what they're trying to do is move closer to love. Meaning, what do I know for sure? Because that feels like love. The opposite of not knowing for sure feels like fear. And I don't want to be afraid. I don't want to be uncertain. I don't want to be unstable in the ground that I walk on. And so when you start to look at the decisions you're making from that perspective, am I choosing love because it's familiar? And am I avoiding fear because it's unfamiliar? Then you can start to sort of see like, well, what's behind the fear? What's behind the love? Meaning, is the fear because part of you has just never done it before? And actually, if once you did it, you would experience more love, then the work is to say, okay, what am I afraid of? We'll just give an example here. So like often with podcasting, I am afraid of rejection. So I don't want to experience rejection because rejection feels the opposite of love. So I didn't do it da, da, da. down that rabbit hole. But what was really true was that ultimately I was rejecting myself and my own self-expression. So once I worked on the inner child, familial patterns, patterns, of rejection for self-protection ultimately. Um, and that I was able to shift it 
and then show up and actually create more love because I was speaking in flow and from source and offering my lived experiences that have been challenging or loving and actually then accessed more love and got closer to love. Cause still, that was still my goal where before I felt like I was by avoiding rejection, I was, I was retaining the love I had for myself. And so it's just noticing and really asking yourself is the thing I'm not doing out of love or fear. And are those for my best and highest good? Or is there an opportunity for me to rearrange or choose a new perspective? Often, uh, you know, having higher expectations in relationships with family, friends, loved ones, partners, right? We think that's as good as we get. So we're just going to accept that, that kind of love we can get from them. And there's fear to, to put a boundary, to ask for more. And the hot trick is ultimately you'll love yourself more, which is far more impactful in the day than creating a scenario where you can only get love from other people. I see it in business when we have to make big business decisions or small ones like uh, delegating. I see that a lot in people's delegation. I'm fearful those people are going to let me down. And if they let me down, my business fails. And if my business fails, I did it. Oh, there's always a very interesting story around delegation. In my opinion, everyone has an interesting one. And so it's rearranging that you trust yourself and you trust yourself to learn how to delegate. You trust yourself how to choose the right people and you trust yourself to show up. Um, you trust yourself if it feels like delegation actually is a rabbit hole to responsibility that you don't want to go down, whatever it is. So while people often think they need a strategy in business, in relationships, I need a strategy, you know, how, how to do it, how to go through the steps, how I often see it is any strategy will work, but it won't work if that driver of avoiding fear and retaining the love that you currently have is behind it. Cause you'll always self-sabotage to keep yourself in what is familiar. So the work isn't to find the perfect strategy. The opportunity is to say, okay, what is holding me back? What is the pattern I notice? When did I first feel this way? What do I often hear when I ask people that are trusted in my world? What do I hear reflected back to me most often and start to really reflect on what it is. Obviously having coach, a mentor, or someone else is also helpful. And then getting curious about what would happen if I moved through it? And what would happen if I stay the same? And ideally the possibility of reward for moving through it is the, the light that you can follow versus the darkness. It might feel like staying the same. That's how it feels in my body. And so then you can choose. So once you move past and through that energy and you see that where the fear has been the false God and you found what really is available for you on the other side, then you'll pick the strategy that's best suited for you versus so many people choose strategies because their mind is like, it's safe. It's going to work. It's going to do, do, do. This is the way, this is the answer. Nah, the answer is to be in line internally and then find the external, you know, 
ultimately if a strategy to me has always feels very masculine, a masculine form. So you can get back to the flow of creating, of being, of networking, of connecting, of ideating all those pieces. But none of that will be accessible to you if you're in fear. So you need the strategy to let yourself flow, but you're only going to really flow if you've released the fear of whatever it is you're trying to create. Every decision comes down to fear or love. And we're all trying to retain the love we have. But often we have to move through the fear that we hold in a way that feels safe and regulated. And there's awareness. And ironically, we'll receive more love on the other side of it, but more love from ourselves, more love from the universe. It's rarely about getting from anybody else. It's about how can you come back to serve yourself so that your cup is full. You can serve other people. I hope you found that helpful. I'd love to hear your thoughts, reflections. If you want support with this, my one-on-one -on -one sessions are currently open. I also have space for coaching and mentorship in the three or six month increments where we move through a lot of this on the energetic, physical, mental level where we implement real world action so you can see the results of that which you desire to manifest. Love you. I will talk to you soon.